Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. That's right, another day. Uh, this week, I'm celebrating the anniversary of the sports podcast. That's right. Um, Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are in the month of April. We are officially, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we are officially, officially in the month of April. That means for all my football fans out there, it is draft. The NFL draft is this month. Yes, the NFL draft, right? We have the NFL draft. We have... The NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball season is officially here. Um, hockey, right? We still got hockey going on. So uh, uh, a lot of excite, a lot of exciting things. Um, I mean, when it comes to football, it feels like football season is never over, right? Until you hit maybe like, maybe when you hit like May, June. But then July and August comes, and you're getting late free agent signings, and you got the preseason, the Hall of Fame. You know, so it's a whole, bu- a whole bunch of things. It's a whole bunch of things. So uh, I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know, people. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. Um, <clears throat> first off, you know, before we get into all the topics and stuff like that, we have UFC. We got boxing tonight, right? Um, yeah, let's go. We got UFC 273. We have Ryan Garcia is going to be boxing tonight um, in about like an, an hour or maybe. Well, I think the the main card starts like at 8 or 9. So, um, so around whenever he fights, he fights. You know, I'm be watching UFC 273. So... Probably watch it. I could I could get the replay of it, so I'll probably watch it um, after I watch UFC 273 or maybe tomorrow. Um, as I'm doing this on a Saturday, uh, so when I you know I woke up this morning, uh, we had we took MJ on the egg hunt, Easter egg hunt. Um, it was cool. It was, it was great. It was fun. Um, there was like little animals too, like roosters and stuff like that. He 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 looked at that. He made a rooster noise, you know. Um, so when uh when I when I wake up this morning, you know, I give my wife a kiss and I uh I give her a kiss and I I um I give MJ a kiss, you know, good morning, whatever, blah blah blah. Grab my phone. I see that, uh, I see that, um, that, um, that Dwayne Haskins has passed away. And I'm like, damn. Um, more information came out. He got, he got hit by a dump truck. For some reason he was, he was, uh, walking on the interstate, uh, whatever, whatever the case is, you know. 
it's tough, people, no doubt. It's tough, you know. I don't know what the young man was going through. There should be more details in the coming days or weeks, maybe a month, right? Um, just things. To, it, it takes time. It takes time. So we'll, we shall see, you know, what he was uh, what, what he was going through and stuff like that. Um, man, it, it ain't right. And you know, I've, I've seen some of the comments people have made of stuff. People, come on, today ain't the day. You know, if you you want to do this a few weeks from now, whatever. All right, whatever. You know. People are cruel, especially when you're you're a uh, public figure. When you're a public figure, you know you're always gonna get that type of hate and stuff like that. So I, I, you know, I, I'm not condoning it, but at the end of the day, it's gonna happen. Um, I just wish today wasn't the day for some of you. You guys should, you you know, you guys should know better. Like, come on, you guys have. I'm sure I have mourned before something along the lines, you know, we, we've all been through it where we lost a loved one. Um, so I send my condolences to him and his family, you know, well, his family and, um, they, 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 you know, they must, must be going through it. You know, it ain't, it's not easy. It's not easy. Man was only 24 years old. He was about to be 25. Um, so, it's tough. It's tough, man. I, I remember <clears throat> even today, man, I was just crying because, you know, just thinking about my mom, you know, she passed away in 2013. So you kind of, you really never get over the, the loss, you know? So, but you know, I hope, I hope, uh, him and his family, his family can find some sort of comfort, you know, um, in, in this tough world. You know, um, it's tough. It's tough, people. It's tough. Definitely is. Um, so yeah, just wanted to say that, um, fucked up way to start a weekend, right? Uh, I mean, I'm doing this at night, but, uh. It sucks, man. It sucks, you know, when you see shit like that. Just like this person has passed away. Way too damn young. Way too damn young. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I got some some things I want to uh, address and talk about. Uh, you know, it's the anniversary of the podcast. Uh, it was on Monday. I did a special podcast this week, but it was mostly about, like, WrestleMania, wrestling, and all that. Because initially, when I, when I first, when I first uh, started the podcast, it was, it was wrestling. That's what this was. It was, it was a wrestling podcast. Um, you know, it was about wrestling. It was, a, I think, I think when I did it, it was like a week a week before WrestleMania, or the same week, and and ever since then, it's always been, it's either a week before WrestleMania or an af, af, the week after, right? This year fell on the day after WrestleMania, right? And uh, yeah, this special podcast, it was I, I thought it was a very good show, you know, to just uh, shoot the breeze and talk about what happened at WrestleMania and stuff like that. But I also love to give sports a recognition as well, because uh, wrestling was my first love. I'll, I'll say I'll say that. 
but sports was right behind it, man. Sports was right behind it. You know, football, like I said, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, boxing, UFC. I love it all. I love it all. And that's what I, that's what this podcast is about. It's about talking about that. So once I, I got the feel of doing the, the sports podcast, sorry, once I got the feel of doing the wrestling podcast, I, um, I, I merged the two. I'll talk like half an hour about sports and half an hour or maybe an hour about one and half an hour about the other. And I just, I, I combined the shows and, um, and then I was like, you know what? I, I kind of wasn't feeling it in a way. So I was like, you know what? It's time to expand my product. And I just, I two shows a week, one for sports, one for wrestling, right? That's what I do. You guys, you guys know it. I do it every week. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot more funner when there's football season. Um, I mean, I, 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 I love, I just told my wife a few minutes ago before hopping on the podcast, I was like, man, I wish it was football season already, man. I, I'm ready for it. Like I have, I have so much fun, like watching film and that's all I've been doing all week is just watching film and seeing this and seeing that I, I have such a joy for, for doing these things and it, it really is amazing. And then, you know, like I said, baseball season just started on Thursday Yankees started Friday, so we're we're definitely gonna be talking about that. I'm I've been kind of I'm I'm gonna say a little impressed with my New York Yankees, so we're gonna get into that in a little bit. NBA playoffs, right? There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the NBA. Um, excuse me, I drink a monster. So yeah, I um so then I, I expanded the two and. It's been a hit ever since. I think the best thing I did was do two separate, you know, just because I felt like with the one, it was just too much information to take in. And it was just doing too much. So expanding it, you know, all right, for this podcast, it's it's all about wrestling. Even though sometimes on the podcast, I might talk about wrestling, but just because, you know, this is, this is what I've been doing, people. And the same thing, it goes vice versa. You know, um, when I'm talking about wrestling, when I'm doing my wrestling podcast, I'll, bring, I'll put a little sports in, into it. Um, I definitely got to get MOB The Show 22. Definitely got to get it, man. Um, you see, uh, I, 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 man, I got to get it. Um, I, I want, I'm probably wait till like June, even though I've heard great things about it around June. Play that for a few months and then I, you know, Madden 23 should be coming out in August. So I'm definitely, that's the next one I'm going to get to. Um, even though, like, they're not the best games. And I just love it, man. I just, you know, especially when you can, you know, you get today's games and you you get to, all right, let's say the, Yankee, the Yankees and Red Sox, they play tomorrow. I could put MLB The Show 22 on tomorrow before the game and play it and then, <laughs> you know, a little shit like that I, I do enjoy. Franchises is, is another thing. My career is another thing. Football, I won't say I enjoy my career that much. Sometimes it lives up to expectations, but sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I say football still has a lot of work to be done. NBA 2K22, I, I, I do enjoy either, uh, my career. Uh, franchise for any game, I, I enjoy it just because it's for like it's fun and it, 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 the, the, the team's on my in my hands. Um... 
And then uh, baseball. I'm, I'm interested to see how the baseball my career is this year. Um, which uh, whenever I get it, I shall see. I, I feel like that's kind of been la- a little lackluster, but uh, we shall see. I I mean, like I said, there's a lot of good reviews about MLB The Show 22. So um, even my one friend, he has it. I was talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, this it's definitely one of the best." And even um. I've looked at some reviews like on YouTube and on Google and stuff, and a lot of people are saying very good things about it. So uh, I do enjoy that. But one of the things I do look for when I when I'm going to get a game is the my career. I look at that, especially a sports game like WWE 2K22. The game is fucking phenomenal, but the my career is a little lackluster just because I feel like the the my career this, the guy is just everywhere. Like, he's not set in one fucking spot, you know? Um, one one day, he's the United States champion. Then the next day, he doesn't have it anymore because he's going after the, the WWE championship. It's just like, whoa. So, you know, those, those are little things I look for in a game. Definitely little things I look for in a game. Like I said, M- M- NBA 2K22, the my career is one of the best my careers I have played. Um, football still hasn't hit me on that note. Neither has uh, WWE 2K games. And Major League Baseball as well. But you know what? I, it has to do something with the next gen. Because I had 2K22 for the uh, for the PS4. But then I got my wife got me the PS5. So for the PS4, it wasn't as good as, as it is for the PS5. So I, that, that could be another thing. That could be another thing that plays a factor into it. So um, it's, it's very interesting. It's inter- interesting, people. Um, that was another thing. Like, once I got the PS5, I had to, like, buy all the games I played. I had to buy again because I couldn't transfer them, which was, like, fuck. But, yeah, I do. Um, Madden, I'm thinking of deleting just so I could, you know, get my mind straight with all the other games. Like, basketball and baseball, I'm going to play for a little bit now. Um... I have Far Cry 6, I have GTA, I still fucking play GTA 5, um, um, and I have the trilogy that came out, like, a few months ago, in the beginning of the year, for GTA, like, San Andreas and stuff like that, but I'll probably play those games for now, and, and then, um, especially basketball and baseball, and then, um, should be, uh, and then Madden, well, baseball I'll get in June, like I said, maybe May, June, and then Madden, as soon, I'm probably going to pre-order it just just to have it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, Ryan Garcia, he's going to be... Uh, he's going to be fighting um, tonight. He's going to fight tonight. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be watching UFC 273 tonight. Um... The prelims are going on right now. They're going. They they started. Um, it's eight twelve right now as I record this, and they started at eight o'clock. Um, I usually don't watch the early prelims or the prelims. I usually just focus on the main card. Um, so that's what I'm waiting for at ten o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I'm waiting for the main card. Um, a lot of good fights. A lot of good fights, man. You got the lightweight bout. Uh, vent. Uh. Pachel versus Mark Madsen. Uh, for this one. 
for this one, it's interesting. You know, Pachel, he's 14-2. and two. Madsen's 11-0. and 0. But, uh, Both of their last fight, they won. One's from the United States. One's from Denmark. One, uh, Pachel, he's 5'10". Uh, Madsen is 5'8". Both weigh, weighed in at 155. Um, both have a, the same reach of 72. Um, leg reach, Pachel has a 40.5 inch advantage over, uh, over, uh, Madsen's 39 inches. Um, Pachel does knock out more. Uh, Pachel's never won by submission, but Madsen's won 27% of his fights by submission, 27%, uh, knockout, 45% decision. And uh, Pachel's won 43% decision. Um, average fight time, Pachel 11.40, uh, Madsen 10.24. Knockdown advantage per 15 minutes, Pachel 0.14, and uh, Madsen's at zero. Yeah, that's zero, people. Um, so I look at this one. I, I'm going to say Madsen overall. It looks like Madsen has the advantage as, as I'm looking here. Um I'm going to say Madsen. I think he keeps his uh, undefeated streak alive. The one thing I'm surprised, they don't have, like, the ages on here. Um, I always look for that, too, like, the ages, even though that might not mean a lot. To some people, it does, you know, because, like, what if a 26-year-old is fighting, like, a 43-year-old? Like, yeah, it might not mean a lot, but at the same, at the same time, it, it does at the, end of the, at the end of the day. Um... Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor got us into some legal issues as we're talking USC. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, if he returns to UFC this year. People, I, I just don't get it. Why y'all getting yourselves into trouble, man? Why? Come on. Why are you doing it? Don't do it. Stay out of trouble, man. Masvidal, I, I, I haven't heard anything new about that case. Um... So it's, it's, it should be interesting, people. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely tough. Definitely tough. We shall see, though. Uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Tosia Torres. Uh, Dern is eleven and two. Torres is thirteen and five. Last fight, Torres won. Mackenzie lost her last fight. Both were from the United States. Uh, Dern is five and four. Torres is five and one. Torres weighed in at one twenty two. Mackenzie weighed in at one fifteen. Um, Dern has a sixty three inch advantage over uh Torres is sixty inches. Um, leg reach. Uh, Dern's at thirty seven point five. Torres is at thirty five. Um, this one should be interesting. Dern's never won by a knockout. She's either won by decision or submission. Mostly submission, though. Um, so this one should be really, really interesting. I think, um, in my opinion, I think Torres wins this one. Um, yeah, she has more losses, but I think I think she wins this one for, for some reason. All right, I'm going to go with Torres on this one. Um, and, like, a lot of... If if you're not interested in the two fights I just said, I I wouldn't blame you guys. I'm not that interested in them because I'm looking at the the last three fights we have, and I'm just like, 
Yeah, this is why I'm watching this tonight. Um, you have Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat Chimbave. Uh, I probably said those names wrong. I apologize. Um, this one is like they've been saying the people's main event, right? Uh, Burns is twenty and four. Uh, Chimbave is uh ten and zero. This this is gonna be real interesting, people. This is a fight I'm excited for, you know. I I really, really am very excited for this. Um I You see, and I I became a Burns fan over the past year. Um and I you know what, man. It's tough. This this one's definitely tough for me, and here's why. Burns is five ten. Um, Kamazat is, uh, 6'2". Burns weighs 100, 186 pounds. Kamazat weighs 170. Burns has a 71-inch reach. Kamazat has a 75. Both have a 40-inch leg reach. Um, this is going to be very interesting. Uh, Burns has won, uh, 30% by decision. Kamazat's never won by decision. Um, he's undefeated. It's never went to a decision. Um, he Kamazet, on the other hand, though, has 60% chance of knockout to Burns' is 30. And they both uh, have 40% submission. So this is this is going to be very interesting. The other thing interesting about this fight is Kamazet, his average fight time is 3 minutes and 14 seconds. Burns is 11 minutes and 28 seconds. So it would it, it's going to be very, very interesting to see. If Gilbert Burns can can get this past the let's say the sec I, I, I would assume this is only gonna be a three round fight. But since this is such a big fight, it wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if UFC puts this as as a as a five round fight. Now if it's five rounds, if if Gerb, if Burns can get him past the third round or even just the second, it, it's in Burns' favor. But if this is three rounds I mean, even the third round, like, you got to think, like, Kamazet, can he, what, how will his stamina be? How will his breathing be? Will, will he still be able to, you know, go at his pace? And it's also going to be interesting to see if Gilbert, does Gilbert Burns survive the the first three minutes, right? Does he survive the first round? Does he survive the beginning of the second round, right? Um, I look at this, I say Gilbert Burns, he wins. I think he wins this one. I think he wins um, this this fight, which will be a, kind of a huge ups, upset for a lot of people, because Kamas said he's undefeated. He's eleven and zero or ten and zero, excuse me, and um, you know he's looking to make up, make keep climbing the ranks to become champion. And if Burns stops him, it'll be it'll be interesting in a few months to see how he responds in his next fight, whoever his next fight is. So it's, it's definitely going to be interesting, and I'm very excited for this fight. I am. I'm ex very excited for this fight. This is a fight that could e could have easily been a main event or co-main event, but when you look at the other two fights, you're like, oh, that's why this isn't the main event. Um, The co-main event, actually, man, you look at this co-main event, and you just say, bad blood there's there's gonna be blood 
um, no doubt about it. Both men are champs, right? Um, if you guys remember the first fight, um, we had Peter Yan lose the title via disqualification. Then Sterling couldn't fight him sometime for some day, and uh, Yan won the. Uh, how did what do they call that? The uh, he won he won the championship, but he obviously didn't beat Sterling for it. So they're both champions. They're both champions. We shall see who wins. Both men have won their last fights. Sterling is twenty and three. Yan is sixteen and two. Jan's an animal as well. Sterling, he he he's an animal. I gotta I gotta see the real animal in him today. If this is real personal for him, if he really wants this, he he has to be Peter Jan, and I think it has to be by knockout submission. It has to be something. But this is gonna be a dog fight, people. Unless somebody gets knocked out in like the first round. If nobody gets out, knocked out in the first round, this is gonna be a dog fight. Even if it finishes with a few seconds into the second round, like this. Yeah, somebody somebody's getting knocked out. I don't see this being where somebody runs away or this or we get this or that. No, 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 no. Somebody's going to get knocked out. And, the, the, you know, that was a frustrating thing for me with Jan. When when they first fought, Um, Jan had this match won. And then he, he did that and it was just like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan of the dude, but it was just like, so it, it would not surprise me if Yon won. I'm going with Sterling. It would not surprise me if Peter Yon won, but I just, it, I, I really, 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 uh, I just didn't get why he did that. I, I, I really didn't get it, but you know, uh, Sterling's from the United States. Peter Yon's from Russia. Uh, both men are their heights are five seven. Uh, Sterling, his weight is at uh, 148.60. Uh, Peter Yan is at 151. Uh, Sterling, Sterling's uh, reach is 71. Peter Yan's is at 67. Sterling's uh, leg reach is at 39 inches. And uh, Peter Yan's is at 38. Um, really, when, when, uh, when Sterling has won... It's been 10% knockout, 40 submission, 50 decision. Um, for Peter Yan, it's 44% knockout, 6% six submi submission, and 50% decision. So, it's, like I said, this would be an interesting fight. Yeah, I mean, even if it goes to decision, it's not a bad thing. It, it really, it, Ladies and gentlemen, it really is not. This were to go... Via, if this were to end, via submission, I mean, via decision, um, it wouldn't make me upset. As long as we got a dog fight. You know, not they're running away from each other and shit like that. Then it's like, alright, well, you know, no, you know. This match sucked. This fight sucked. But if it's, you know, an absolute dog fight and it goes has to go down by decision. Alright, cool. I'm good I'm good I'm good with it. I'm I am. But like I said, I got I got Sterling winning this fight. Um We should see. 
we shall see. I do see like a lot of fans have hate towards Sterling, and I'm just like I I I don't get the hate. I I'm one where I'm just like like you guys like <laughs> you guys really hate this guy. Like I I don't get it. I don't get it. I just I I don't I. Never been, you know, one to be like, yeah, F this guy or whatever. Nah. That ain't that ain't me, people. That ain't me. Then we have uh, the main event. The main event, ladies and gentlemen, we have Alexander Volkanovsky versus the Korean Zombie. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Volkanovsky is 23-1. and one. The Korean Zombie is 17-6. And both of them in their last fights have won. We're supposed to get Max Holloway versus uh uh Volkanovski but uh an injury stopped that. Now the good thing here would be Volkanovski wins. He keeps the championship next fight is Holloway versus him. That would be the great thing. But I don't know if it goes that way people. I don't know if it goes that way. This is why. Like I said they both won in their last fights. Uh, is Australian. Well, he's from Australia. Apologies. My apologies. The Korean Zombie's from South Korea. Wokanowski is, uh, 5'6". The Korean Zombie is 5'7". Wokanowski is, he weighs in at 160. The Korean Zombie weighs in at 156. Um, reach is 71.5. The Korean Zombie's reach is 72 inches. Um, leg reach, uh, Volkanovski's 36, the Korean Zombie's 38.5. Volkanovski, you, most of his fights finish 48% of knockouts, 30, 13% submission, 39% by, by, uh, decision. Uh, the Korean Zombie, 35% knockout, 47% submission, 18% decision. I got the Korean Zombie in this one, um... Yeah, I think a lot of these fights are going to change the landscape uh, of the UFC. I totally believe that. Totally believe that. Now, it should be interesting because if Volkanovski, if he does lose, then we have to, we have to, um, then we have to look at, like, What's, what's going to happen with Max Holloway? Is he the next in line, or is Volkanovski just going to get his rematch? You know, uh, so it, it's going to be very, 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 very interesting to see what happens uh, in, that, in that situation. You know, do you give Volkanovski the rematch, or do you give Holloway the match first and then Volkanovski? Like, it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. And then... May 7th, UFC 274, Liviera versus Gaethje. Cannot forget about that. That's a tremendous card as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a huge card as well. I can't wait for that one. Uh, I haven't seen Gaethje in a minute. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes. How he comes back. Um, not how he comes. <laughs> um, Alright, so we look at that. Uh, so... Kansas beat North Carolina in the uh, 
and uh, the men's basketball championship to win the national championship. And uh, like I said, uh, South Carolina beat UConn 64-49. I'm happy at least my, my Villanova Wildcats made it to the Final Four. I was upset they lost, but they lost to Kansas, and Kansas won the championship. Now, if they would have lost to Kansas and then Kansas would have lost in the championship game, then I would have been like, oh, man. But, uh, eh, you know, it is what it is, people. That at least, uh, at least they made it to the, uh, the final four, you know. Um, and, you know, Villanova's a, a very successful program. And, I, you know, I truly believe in them. And I believe they'll be back. They'll be back. Um, you know, they, they had success this year. They made it to the final four. You know, they couldn't get the job done, but at the end of the day, you're not always going to get the job done, people. You're always just, you're always going to get there just short, right? I mean, we, we got stomped out by by Kansas. We lost 81-65. to North Carolina beat Duke, which surprised the hell out of me, 81-77. to I really thought Duke was going to, you know, get it done for Coach K, which he's thinking about maybe coming back another year. So that should be interesting. Then Kansas defeating North Carolina, 72-69. to I picked North Carolina to win. <laughs> I was like, you know what, F Kansas. But, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm happy we got all these sports back. And I really don't hate Kansas. Like, <laughs> I just, I was like, well, you know, Duke don't want to let North Carolina win it. But it's not what happened. Kansas won. Kansas won. At least it was a very good competitive game. Like the one with Villanova, I didn't watch it that day because I was I was watching WrestleMania night one, and I you know that it was just ugly throughout. Like I was keeping up with it on the ESPN app, and I was just like, "Whoa, what the what's going on, people?" But you know, I kind of had that feeling. <clears throat> I kind of had that feeling going into it. I was like, eh, "Villanova might not win this." If anybody was going to beat him, I, I definitely felt like Kansas was. Um, then I, I predicted it last week. I said, says it's going to come down between UConn and South Carolina. And it did, and South Carolina beat their ass as well. Um, which I'm happy I'm happy for South Carolina, man. I'm happy. You know, they de- they deserve this. They deserve to win. And, you know, they, they, they got the job done. That At the end of the day, that's what matters. As long as you get the job done. You know, UConn has won it enough. It was time, you know, somebody else wins it, you know. Excuse me. Uh, w, WNBA, we're a month away, people. We're, well, we're less than a month away because the season starts uh, April, uh, excuse me, May 6th. So uh, today is April 9th. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting to the WNBA, people. That's the tough thing, though. It's such a short season, and then, like, you have the NBA. NBA's, like, 82 games, and then you have the uh, the playoffs, which, oh, my goodness, the playoffs are big as well. So it's just, like, how much can you, you know, how much spotlight does the NBA, WNBA get? But they definitely deserve a lot, a lot more spotlight than they get. Um, we talked about the UFC. Said, uh, I did say, uh, to, there's two fight nights before, well, no, there's three fight nights before UFC 274. 
Um, so that should be interesting. Uh, trying to see, trying to see what else. So, um, we got hockey, right? Hockey, ladies and gentlemen. Hockey's right there as well. I think they have like another month to play or maybe a little less than a month to play. And, um, and they, uh. And they go into the playoffs, which is very exciting. I'm, I'm done with my Blackhawks. I don't need to see any more games or anything like that. Um, yeah, April 29th, I believe, is the last game of the season. And then uh, it's playoff time. It's playoff time for hockey. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I believe... <sighs> Let me check the standings. Because I believe Blackhawks should already, already be eliminated. But with my luck, they... Yeah, they're eliminated. Okay. I'm like, but with my luck, they're probably still in it. But uh, no, they're officially eliminated. I know last week they weren't, but this, they, they finally got eliminated. Uh, I know last game they, they played, I think they lost like 2-0. to zero. Um, Let me see. Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. They lost the crack, cranking 2-0 uh, to zero on Thursday. Uh, let's see. Do they play today? Um, no, they don't play today. I assume they play tomorrow. They play the Stars. But it really doesn't matter, people. <laughs> it doesn't. It, people, it, it does not matter. Like, they're done. Like, let's see. Let's see who makes the final. Once I see, you know, who everybody's, who all are in the playoffs and stuff, I'll most likely make my predictions. So, I can't remember. I have to, like I said, I got Said it last week. I do got to do it though. I got to go back and see who uh, who made the play. Um, who were my predictions to win it? Um, I know. I know. I didn't pick Chicago. I know I picked Chicago Blackhawks to make the playoffs, but I didn't have them winning at all. So uh, yeah, I got to go back and see uh, who uh, who I picked to win it. Uh, college football. I don't think there's anything. No. I'm ready for schedule schedules to be released, right? I'm ready to do all my planning and everything. When it comes to college football and the NFL, people, I'm I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm going nuts over here. Um, Major League Baseball. Right now, you got the Mets and Nationals. They're tied at zero in the top of the fifth with one out. Reds and Braves. The Braves are beating the Reds two to zero at the end of the third quarter. Uh, Rockies are beating the Dodgers at the top of the second, one to zero. Uh, Diamondbacks are beating the Padres, one to zero at the top of the second. Uh, my New York Yankees beat the Red Sox four to two um, today. So uh, the Rays beat the Orioles five to three. White Sox beat the Tigers five to two. Uh, Mariners beat the Twins four to three. Cardinals beat the Pirates 6-2. Cubs beat the Brewers 9-0. Blue Jays beat the Rangers 4-3. Marlins beat the Giants 2-1. Phillies beat the A's 4-2. Royals beat the Guardians 1-0. Astros and Angels play at 9-07 p. 
p.m. So that's what we got going on in baseball. Um, I know um trying to figure this out. Uh, baseball season started Thursday. Um, I know you guys been watching. Uh, my Yankees, they were supposed to play Thursday with the Red Sox, but that got postponed to Friday. They play Friday. They walked off. They got a walk-off victory against the Red Sox on Friday, 6-5 to in the 11th inning. Um, they're 2-0 and right now. Uh, Yankees are looking real good. Like I said, I ain't going to get into the standings yet until we get later in the season. I do, it with, I, do, I do the same thing with football. I do it with basketball. I do it with all the sports. It's the beginning of the season. Like, there's no reason for us to be like, this is a low. No, it's, it's not awesome. It, it's not. This is it's only two games then, people. Um, but I'm very happy they have beaten the Red Sox twice. They play one more time tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. I am very ecstatic. I'm very happy to see that. You know, my Yankees are, you know, beating the Red Sox, <laughs> you know. Um, I think it's a great thing. I think I truly do. I think it's, it shows that, you know, they're not just going to, you know, lay down and, you know, because both games, Red Sox got out to an early lead. Yankees climbed back in it. Um, like I said, the final game is tomorrow on ESPN at 7. Then they go into a series, a three-game series, well, no, a four-game series with the Blue Jays. And then on the weekend, starting Friday, they go into a three-game series with the Orioles. So that's very, very good and interesting. Um, like I said, I'm excited. I, I'm disappointed, though, in my Yankees. I'm excited so far. The season has started. Two, the two games, the season has started. How it started off, I, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. I'm disappointed in my Yankees. They weren't able to get a, a, the job done with Aaron Judge and the contract. Well, they were talking contracts. Um, and uh, they asked him about it yesterday after the game, and he says he will talk to 30 teams. I, I have this feeling, people, and I hate having this feeling. I have this certain feeling we could be losing Aaron Judge after this season. <sighs> hopefully we don't. Hopefully, you know, hopefully all goes well. We keep the man, right? But if it if if it doesn't, this one's gonna hurt. This one's gonna hurt people. So hopefully. Hopefully, Aaron Judge is able to to stay with the Yankees after the season. Um, they should have got it done. They offered him, I think it was like $230 million for six, seven years. Um, and uh, it was like $35 million every year. Um, but he turned it down. Um, I think he deserves more. I, I, I do think he, uh, he deserves more. I think uh, if he can stay healthy this season and he can... He, he, and, he, if maybe he wants, you know, 300, 400, 500, who know? I don't know what the man wants, but if that's what, you know, after the season, if he still stays healthy, let's, let's say 
Let's say he stays my prediction. We'll go with my prediction. He stays healthy. He wins the league MVP. The American League MVP. The offers this man will get is undeniable. Even if he even if he doesn't win the MVP, but stays healthy, he has let's say thirty home runs, a hundred RBIs, right? Who's not gonna give this man a contract? They'll they'll be kissing his feet. No doubt about it. They'll be kissing his feet. People will be offering him contracts like crazy. I would not be surprised if 30 Major League Baseball teams offer him contracts. Because that's how it works. <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how it works, people. So it, w- it wouldn't surprise me at all. I think, um, yeah, that ha- if that were to happen, it, I'd be like, yeah, that was going to happen. I will say that. Uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. I think uh, that could potentially happen. Yeah, it could potentially happen. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, so we we gotta think about that. We, you know, I just say fuck it. Yankees go all in. Win the championship, right? Win the championship this year and give this man a fucking mega contract. Like, you, you have to. You have to. He wants to be... He obviously wants to be a Yankees for life. He wants to be a Yankee for life. No doubt about it. We know this. We know this. So, you know, if I'm the Yankees, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this thing done. I'm a, you know, I'm a, it's, I got to get it done. You know, it's it's now or never. So I think Yankees are just going to have to, you know, feed into it and say, you know what, man? We're not going to put nothing on the table for you. Tell us what you want. And then, well... That's where Aaron Judge has to say, all right, well, tell, you want to know what I want? This, 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 and that. That's it, man. Like, I feel like contract talks get a little too complicated, you know. Um, hopefully they get it, they get something done because this, this is a huge piece to the New York Yankees for the next 10 years. Next 10, 12, 13 years is Aaron Judge, people. So it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. Like, if there's one guy that I doubt the Yankees would ever trade, even though we heard rumors of it last year, him going to the Angels. There's one guy that I could put my my whole bank account on is Aaron Judge. I don't don't think the Yankees would ever, in their right minds or in their wrong minds, be like, yeah, forget about it. We're going to get rid of it. No, absolutely not. I don't think that would ever happen in the Yankees organization, not only because other uh, other people with the Yankees past, present, future, um, in the business aspect, in former players or current players, I don't. And the fans, they would just they won't they wouldn't let it happen. They just won't. It's something the New York Yankees will not allow. So. Confident, but at the same time, I'm scared as hell, people. You know, 
seeing him reject that offer, I was just like, for me, it's like, I'd take that in a heartbeat. But for, for Aaron Judge and his team, it's probably like, yeah, this is good, but, you know, we know we could get more. You know, so uh, I don't. I don't blame. Him. I don't blame him. I don't. Uh, NBA. Let's talk about the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, Spurs and Warriors are playing. Spurs are beating Warriors ten to six in the first quarter. Um, Sixers beat the Pacers one thirty three to one twenty. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Pelicans 141-114. Kings and Clippers play at 9.30. Uh, I think John Morant came back for this game today. He was out for, for for a while. He was out for a while. You know, which, you know, I get playing players, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I'm not putting, I'm, no, you're not playing because, you know, you get hurt again. We have playoffs on the line. Yeah, he played 27 minutes. He had 21 points. <sighs> Yeah, I just, uh, no, something I'm against, people. Something I'm against, like, no, you know, you get hurt again, bro. Nah, not going to have it. Not going to have it. Um, All right. So, we have um, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. The most most of them are set up in the east. They're set up. They are. They're set up. Um, I could find the playoff bracket better. And the west is set up as well. Everything everything's gonna go as it looks. I mean, you see, you might see some teams move up, move down. But that's about it. Everybody everybody's made the playoffs, people. Let me see if I can find a uh, a playoff bracket of what we'll p- potentially be seeing, you know, for the play-in and all that. Um, if I can find it, we'll say I'm disappointed in my Bulls. The Bulls they went from number one to all the way all the way to number six. They they haven't been playing like the Chicago Bulls. It's kind of piss it. Not only pissing me off, but it's like, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, this, this isn't, this ain't y'all. Like, what are y'all doing? You know, so, it definitely has, like, torn me a bit. At the same time, it's just like, you know what? I I believe we could figure this out. You know, at the end of the day, I I I mean, people, I, I would hope once playoff time comes, these brothers are able to figure it out. Cause, man, I I, I just I don't know. Um. Final day of the regular season is tomorrow. I will say that. It is tomorrow. Then Tuesday and Wednesday, we have playing games. And, and Friday as well, we have playing games. So, uh, but I'm looking for the official, like, the playoff picture. Um, 
at least Chicago, you know, that would, that would have been the worst thing for me. You know, like, they went from number one, and now they got to play in the, the freaking playing game. And, oh, my goodness, people. You know, you know how bad it would have been for me? So, Miami Heat are number one. So... They would play, you know, deciding to play in results, right? The Bucks are number two. And uh, they would either play the Nets or the Cavs. Celtics are three right now. And it all stays like that. It's going to be Bulls and Celtics. Sixers are fourth. They would play the Raptors. Raptors are fifth. Like I said, they'll play the Sixers. Like I said, um, well, no, they, the Celtics wouldn't play the Bulls. The Bulls would play the Bucks. If all, if all ends well. I don't, yeah, I don't get that. But no, I don't think I don't think the Bucks would play the the Bulls because they they would be number two. So that means the the um. So that means the Bull, yeah, the Bulls play the Celtics, yeah. Um. So I would assume number seven, number seventh, number seven would play the Bucks if they stay at two, and number eight would play the Celtics. So you have in the playing games you have Brooklyn, Atlanta, Charlotte, Cleveland. So you're gonna have, and that's a surprise to me too. Cleveland fell all the way down to number ten. That wow. So I, I that means. You got Brooklyn, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Cleveland. So you would have Shortly versus Cleveland, Brooklyn versus Atlanta. Um, I would say, is that how it goes? People, this is so messed up. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm on Bleacher Report. Way better. Here we go. Okay, so I would assume it'd be Brook. Okay, no, you see. This is why I always don't like CBS Sports. They they mess up sometimes. So it'd be Brooklyn versus Cleveland, Atlanta versus Charlotte. There you go. Um. So it would be. I'm finding it. Okay, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Okay. Um. Okay, so, and, the, you know, this is so much easier when, when the, like, the play-in games are set, but since we still have one more day, it's just like, well, you know. And then in the West for the play-in games, it's Minnesota, Clippers, Pelicans, and the Spurs. Um, 
but Phoenix, Phoenix Suns made it, Memphis Grizzlies made it, Golden State Warriors made it, Dallas Mavericks made it, Utah Jazz made it, Denver Nuggets made it. Um, in the East, Miami Heat made it, Milwaukee Bucks made it, Boston Celtics made it, Philadelphia 76ers made it, Toronto Raptors made it, and the Chicago Bulls made it. So... So, if, you know, also LeBron, he's done for the season, so, <laughs> my goodness, people, we'll get into that, too, that whole mess, um, so, yeah, I would assume, it, I would, I would assume it would be Brooklyn versus It'll be Brooklyn versus uh Brooklyn versus Cleveland if Cleveland stays there. Um now if if that's the case look the two teams I got advancing are Brooklyn and Cleveland. I got them making the playoffs. For the West, I have for the West I have Minnesota. I'm going to go with Minnesota and the Pelicans making the playoffs. So that means you're going to have Phoenix versus most likely Pelicans and Grizzlies versus Timberwolves. And then in the East, you're going to have the Heat versus Cleveland and Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. Celtics versus Chicago, Sixers versus Raptors. I have I have more on it next week because the playoffs, the playoffs don't start till next weekend. The last playing games are the fifteenth, so we're all good. You know, we're good on that. Um, so the playoffs don't probably they probably start like Saturday or Sunday. You know, so. It should be interesting. I, I'm excited. You know, it's been a few years since my Chicago Bulls have been in the playoffs. They're back in the playoffs now, and I'm, I'm very excited for it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I cannot wait, people. Uh, it's definitely a lot to talk about. Not just, like, a lot to talk about, but it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, few things. Uh... Texans and uh, Brandon Cooks agreed to a two-year extension. Brandon Cooks had, uh, he had, like, it seemed like Texans were listening to offers. And later, later that day, they just signed him to an extension. I was hoping Eagles were going to get him, but that didn't happen. Um, Ravens uh, re-signed defensive end. Calais Campbell to a two-year contract, and then um, they re-signed um, Josh Bynes to a one-year deal. Um, Eagles signed Olympic Olympic hurdler and uh, former uh, Oregon wide receiver uh, Allen to a three a three-year deal. Devon Allen, and then uh, we talked about Dwayne Haskins. Um, 
Two more co coaches joined Flores' suit against the NFL. Um, I seen I haven't seen a lot of mock drafts. I just I dropped another mock draft. Um, I seen one where they had like four quarterbacks being taken in the first round. Um, I don't I really don't think four. I mean I've seen one two quarterbacks being taken. I've seen uh zero quarterbacks being taken in the first round in people's mock drafts. I think I, I'm still going with my magic number, which would be three. I think I think three quarterbacks get taken in the uh in the first round. Um Yeah. I think and then expect some surprises maybe in the second, third, maybe fourth round. A team you don't think's gonna draft like uh Matt Corral or something like that. They draft him. Or Sam Howell. Maybe they draft him. Um my Eagles, they also they also traded uh let me look up the information. They traded one of their first round picks to the New Orleans Saints. Um, I have it right here. So Eagles gave up actually two picks. They gave up number sixteen and nineteen and number uh one ninety four pick in the sixth round for uh they got back was the number eighteen pick, number one oh one pick in third round, a, a seventh round pick. Uh, 2023 first round pick and a 2024 second round pick. So they're preparing for the future. If Jalen Hurts isn't that guy next year, they have assets to either trade up or just draft them. Or maybe use assets to, to trade for a quarterback that wants out. You know, um, I think it was very good. I know a lot of people didn't think it was, but I thought it was very, very good how the Eagles, uh, they, they won this. You know, they gave up three picks. They got five back. Um, not only that, like it's not just for this year; it's for next year as well. We had a first and a second. Well, the second uh, round pick is for twenty twenty four, which that's very very good. Um, you know, so I I I liked it. I liked it. Um, so now they have two first round picks next year. You know, they have two first round picks this year um, instead of three, which I know I know is tough, but it makes things a lot of tougher. A lot tougher, especially on my mock draft. But you know, I I look at it like uh, I I think I know what they're doing. I think I know what they're doing. They're getting ready for the future. They're also getting ready to build around Jalen Hurts. I know Eagles have been talking to Tyran Matthew as well, which I love. Um, as Rodney McLeod has went to uh, he's signing with the Colts. So I'm um, I'm happy that they you know they make they. They did a virtual visit with him, and they're gonna try. They're gonna try to get things done. That's their plan. They're gonna try to get it done. So um, I'm happy for my Eagles. I'm real happy for them. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um. I know there was. I haven't heard anything else, but I know they were interested in Stephon Gilmore, the cornerback, as well. Um. Pull up the mock draft. I did. Did it. Did it. When did I do it? I did it. Three days ago. I did it. I have the Eagles drafting wide receiver Jamison Williams. I thought he's going to be there at number 16. But just in case, I, I did do that. And then the Kobe Dean linebacker from Georgia. I got the Eagles drafting him. So, uh. I don't know. I, I really don't know what the Eagles are going to do. 
Um, I don't know if they, they want to go linebacker, do they want to go edge rusher, or do they want to go corner or safety. There's no safety in the first round that you could get. I have them drafting one round number five at 154 safety from Miami, Ohio, Sterling Weatherford. And uh, Pro Football Focus says, says that's a A- minus grade. So uh, they're good. The only one I, I will say I didn't do good was uh, Ed Rutcher from Alabama, who was a seventh-round pick. He, I got a C plus. And um, also I drafted a tackle in the third round. And that was a C. So I draft wide So my order was wide receiver, linebacker, edge rusher, tackle, linebacker, cornerback, Safety, defensive end, wide receiver, and edge rusher, and I most of the grades were A's and B's. Um, like I said, I got two C's for the ones that I, I said, but the overall draft get, draft grade was a B plus. Um, so, which I th- I think the Kobe, I, I I always get a mixed up. I don't know if it's Nicole, I don't know if it's Nicole Dean, the one that's injured, or is it Devin Lloyd? I think was the other one. Let me see, cause like there was one that was like he he got he got injured, and uh, the Eagles were looking into him. Um, no, I don't think it's Devin Lloyd. But it might be Nicobe Dean. Um, let me see, Nicobe Dean. Um, doesn't look like that either. So, so yeah, no, can't remember which guy it was that he, he got injured, but yeah, I got, I mean, we, we, I mean, in the mock draft I did, I, you know, we, well, me, I keep saying we. I um felt like I got what I what we needed, you know. Another offensive tackle, edge rusher, linebacker, two wide receiver. Well, two linebackers, two wide receivers, a cornerback, a safety, a defensive end, uh, two edge rushers. Like, yeah, I made sure, like, especially on defense, like, cause you know when when the Eagles organization is talking about like. Let's build around Jalen Hurts. He doesn't all, only mean like offensively. He means defensively as well. You know, um, I do think they'll draft the safety in, in the draft just because, yeah, all right, let's say we bring bring in the Honey Badger, bring in Tyran Matthew. That's fine, but, you know, we can also look for Anthony Harris's replacement. I don't think Anthony Harris is going to be here that long. I just don't see it. Um linebacker like I said drafted two linebackers um two edge rushers right so yeah I I just I don't know what the plan is for the Eagles I do believe they're going to draft a wide receiver I do believe they look at Jalen Rager and they say you're expendable we you're not cutting it out for us right right now they have Pascal they just signed this Olympic Olympic guy. Um, I can see him working a lot on special teams. They still have J.J. Ortega Wayside, Greg Ward Jr., Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, right? Um, uh, they probably have 
uh, one or two more other guys I just can't name right now. Um, they were looking to get Brandon Cooks. Uh, I would not. It would not surprise me if they draft another guy. Now, and here's my thing. Yeah, you could have a situation where Pascal. You have Pascal, uh, Rager, and um. What's the other one? Uh, Rascal, Pascal, Rager, and Quez all playing um, the slot. Like they they just take turns. But if anything, I'm I'm looking at Pascal. I'm looking at 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 Quez. I'm saying that's your position. You guys are gonna be the uh, the slot guys, right? I don't think you need a third guy for that. Now, if you want to get rid of rid of JJ or Dago Whiteside. And then you say, well, Rager, you're going to be special teams now. You know, unless you trade them, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I don't see Rager getting a lot of time. I think this, and I've said it, this coaching staff is great because they're not fucking playing games. They're not Doug Peterson's of the world where they're like, all right, we're just going to let that slide. No, they're going to fucking call you out. They're going to let you know what the fuck it really is. And um, I think I think that's what we get. That's what we get. What we got and what we get from this organization and this team now. The same thing with Jalen Hurts. All right, you did pretty good last year, but we need you to be great. We need you to be. We we need we need you to show us that you are our franchise quarterback of the future, and we have not seen that yet. You need to show us this year, or we already have set in place a replacement for you. We already know there's a star-studded quarterback draft next year. We're going to draft one of them quarterbacks, and it might be the one from Alabama. So I, I, I look at that. I do look at that, and I see that. And uh, I mean, there was a lot of things. Like, I was watching tape this whole week, and, you know, a lot of times Jalen Hurts just held on to the ball too long. He held it on too long. Like, he would hold it, and he would run out the, the pocket. And guys, there would be guys open because – if they see their quarterback running, they're gonna look. They're gonna start running to see if they can get open. They would try to get open, and they so most of the time they would. And Jalen Hurts was still running, and he Jalen Hurts is making eye contact with them, but he's not releasing. That's something he has to make better. Uh, a quick decisions, quick decision, quarterback uh, decision making. He has to do that. He has to. The 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 Eagles and overall they have to stop getting flags, especially when it's holding, um, false starts, like, those were very unnecessary, I've seen that on film, um, and I've also seen Jalen Hurts, he guides, he guides the defenders to who he's gonna throw to, like, if he already knows he's gonna throw it to Devontae Smith, he will stare Devontae Smith down for, like, a few minutes before throwing the fucking football, like, he can't do that. That's what causes turnovers. That's what causes incompletions. No, you you misguide them. If you if you know you're gonna throw it to Devontae Smith, look down Rager, look down Quez. Well, this year will be Pasco or whoever the other wide receiver is, or Quez or new wide receiver. You 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 stare him down, but and then at the last minute, boom, you throw it to Devontae. That's what great quarterbacks do. 
I hear he's working out with Tom Brady. He's really putting in the work in in this offseason. He's done it every offseason. He, he continues to get better. I just need this year, Jalen Hurts is going to have to go from okay to slightly good to to, to good to great. Like, it's going to have to be in that borderline for the Eagles to say, all right, well, these two first-round draft picks we have for 2023, we don't have to use it on the quarterback because we have our quarterback. And we know if this year he was like this, next year he's going to be even better. So I think that's that's the big thing. That's the big thing. Like I said, I, I, don't, I don't see Super Bowl because Jalen Hurts hasn't shown me he could be a, a Super Bowl quarterback yet. I'll let you guys know at the end of next year. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um. It's a big year. It's a big year for the Eagles. Um, I, they have a lot of potential. The running backs. I, I could see them potentially bringing in another running, drafting one. I see them having four four running backs in the room. I, I, I believe three quarterbacks in the room, four running backs in the room. I believe they're going to have Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, and maybe drafting one or bringing back Jordan Howard. But if they draft one, they're going to draft one to the size of Jordan Howard. That the big that big running back that could grab that third and short, fourth and short. Um defense, they gotta fix that defense. The the, the you know, the D line, the linebacker, corner, safety, they gotta fix the whole defense. Um wide receivers, they gotta bring in the, another wide receiver. I'm looking at I'm looking at the the, the wide receivers. You got Chris o- Olave. I look at Chris Olave. I look at um I'm going to tell you a few. Traylon Burks is another one. Um, I think David Ojabu was the one that that got hurt from Michigan. I believe that was the one. Um, Jamison Williams, if he's available at, 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 at 15, there's no doubt the Eagles are going to get him. Um, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, those are, those are a few others. A few others. Um, so, like I said, it should be very interesting to see what the Eagles do. It should be very, very interesting to see what the Eagles do. Like I said, this team has promise. The quarterback has promise. It just worries me, you know. It really does worry me, like, with J- the whole Jalen Hurts thing. I, I really do hope, like, he, he has the, the grit and potential to become something special because I do believe in Jalen Hurts. It's just, you know... Um, the it, it got to get better. Like I said, he has he has to make better decision making. I mean, we've seen it in the game with the Buccaneers in the wild card. He has Devontae Smith open. He just underthrows it. Those are some of the things he has to work on. I believe that's what he's working on. Not only with Tom Brady, but with the coaches out there, whoever he's working with out there. You know, that's one of the reasons uh, Deshaun Watson said he didn't want to come to Philadelphia was because. Jalen Hurts was the quarterback, and they have they have a bond. They have a they communicate. You know, I love the communication Jalen Hurts has with AJ Brown, trying to get him, <laughs> trying to get him. Is AJ? I just I might have fucked up his name right now. I don't think it's AJ Brown. Oh, it is AJ Brown. Okay. Um. Yeah, I love the communication them guys have He's trying to bring AJ to uh, Philly. Um. Look, I. The only way I don't see the Eagles drafting another wide receiver is if we either get DK Metcalf or AJ Brown. That's the only way. And I don't think it's going to happen. Not this year, at least. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, 
like I said, this coaching staff is impressive. I think if, you know, we need to add a few more pieces, free agency and draft. Um, I think they're really trying to make a push to Tyron Matthew, especially after Rodney McLeod went to the Colts. I think they're really trying to get that going, really trying to bring him in because they definitely need to get a safety now. Um, and in the draft, there's not that many top safeties. So, we're you know, it's, it's going to be tough. I don't think they want to depend on uh, number 42. What's his name? Uh, he's a safety. He, he, you know, I was I was happy when, when the Eagles drafted him. But he just hasn't shown me enough. And I'm not willing to put my, my defense at jeopardy with that guy. I'm, I'm not. I, I won't do it. I, I'm not playing with you guys. Like, I won't. I won't do it. I absolutely won't. Uh, Kavon Wallace, there you go. Yes. I just, I just won't. I won't. I'm not going to put my team at jeopardy like that. Um, But, yeah, I think very exciting. I know Cowboys have lost a lot. Giants are another one. They lost a lot. But they've been, they've been adding. They have low-key been adding. Washington, mm, I've seen... They've kept some of their guys. They added Carson Wentz. Not a big fan of the Carson Wentz deal. And this is one thing I'm not going to tolerate is losing to Carson Wentz twice a year, especially this upcoming year. Um, which, you know, late, later, later in the offseason, we're going to get into that, potential matchups. We're gonna get in, I'm just waiting for the draft to finish. Um, we're going to get into all that. We're going to get into who could potentially make the roster you know, that's going to happen sometime in August. Uh, who makes the roster? What what we could potentially see, right? Um, I'm going to be taking off a month, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to do a show before the draft, either Wednesday or, th- Wednesday or the same day of the draft. Then I'm taking a month off. I won't be back to the end of May. When I come back, May or the beginning of June, um, and when I come back, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about the draft and everything that's happened. You know, we're, it's going to be a fun, it's gonna be a great show. It'll be a great show. Probably have Hosean Perez on. I don't know if I should have him before the draft or after. I might, because I know last year I had him before the draft. So I might switch things up a bit and have him after the draft. Not right after, but a month after. Um... You guys know I like to take two, three weeks um, or just a week off just to reset my mind, get myself ready for, you know, football season because, you know, once I come back, it's basically going to be June and then it's go time. You got June, July, then August is there and it's it's preseason and all that good stuff. So, and the schedule should be out already and all that. Hopefully the the schedule drops um, by the time I, before I have to, take that month off but if not if it comes while i'm off for that month that's fine as well i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited very excited to talk about it with you guys and everything uh but you know while i'm having that month off i'm gonna have family time you guys know the whole story me me what happened with me and my wife so um you know i'm you know family time and just enjoying family and but i'm also gonna be planning for what i'm gonna be doing um once I come back, that's a, that's a big thing for me. Once I come back, I'm be doing that whole thing. So don't worry, guys. I you know I got some special plan. I got some some a few things special. I wanna I wanna plan out. So um, 
and I think you guys are really gonna enjoy it. Really, really. On a serious note, you guys are really gonna enjoy what I have planned for you guys. Um, but with that being said, um, you know, um, this is like I said, the anniversary week of the Mark Cologne podcast. I'm probably gonna add a add a clip of when I had Jose and Perez on, probably of last year's mock draft. Since I won't have him for this year, um, so I'll probably do that. But uh, yeah, it's 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 good to reminisce. Like I said, Eagles have to do a lot of work. You know, fixing. You know, they did a little bit last year. They fixed it up a, bit, a little, just a little bit. Um, and uh, they made the playoffs. They won nine games. One, but they they didn't have like a good roster. I think in free agency so so far they've. You know, you add Hassan Reddick. Um, you still got the draft and stuff like that. I think the old line made a huge improvement. Like they, the way they draft, they've been drafting that old line like the past two years has been very good. Um, but you know, and that's but that's what the Eagles been doing. They've just been adding little pieces and and uh, whether it's free agency or they're just drafting, very very good. And um, I, I really do hope that you know. We continue to do that, you know. I want to see a wide, if, like I said, if we don't d- get DK Metcalf or AJ Brown, I think uh, the biggest thing for me from fr- from my Philadelphia Eagles is to is to draft a wide receiver, and I want to see that happen in the first round. I'm not. I don't want to wait till the second round. No, no, no. Thursday night. That Thursday night at the end of at the end of April, I want to see uh, what Philadelphia select wide receiver number 15th or 18th. I that's what I want, you know. Um, it'd be good, maybe Jamison Williams. He he has connections with Devontae Smith. He would have connections with Landon Dickerson. Have connections with Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts he played when he first started in college. He played at Alabama. So some, even though they might have not played together, even though they might have not played together, they uh they have connections with one another from that because they're from the program. You know, so I think that would be very, very good. If not him, I, I look at Traylon Bird. I look at Traylon. I look at Chris Olave. He was one of my favorite college players this past year. Well, for the past two years. So I, that's something I would be very fond of. Or um, the other one, I said, uh, the other one would be Drake London is another one. Garrett Wilson... I, I think I, f- I have this feeling Chris Olave is going to have a, a 10 times better career than Garrett Wilson. So I look at Drake London, Jamison Williams, and Chris Olave. And then uh, Traylon Burks. You know, I, I look at those guys. I say they could they could be uh, definitely game changers. There's a lot of teams looking for wide receivers right now. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. You got the Green Bay Packers. You got the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas Cowboys, right? But I think Cowboys' main focus should be off offensive line. They lost a lot of key pieces on that O line that they need to that they need to be fixed. So it it should be real interesting. One of the things like one of my one of my guys, Jahan Dotson, I want to see where he goes. A guy from Penn, wide receiver from Penn State. I know a lot of mock drafts I have him going to like uh, not Kansas City, uh, Green Bay. I've been seeing a lot of that Green Bay. Um, I mean, if he went to Kansas City, he's catching passes from Patrick Mahomes. That, that's great, man. That's great. 
So I, I don't know yet. Like I said, I might have Unk that that pre-draft before their draft, or I might just have him at the, at the end of at the end of May, and we just talk about everything that happened, where everybody went, and stuff like that. Um, that's good too. You know, you get a month off. You don't hear my voice, and then you know I come back on at the end of May or beginning of June, and we you know we just talk about everything that happened. Hopefully, the Eagles sign more impact players. By, by the time I had to take that month off. But with the luck I've had with the Eagles over the recent years, either when it comes to Eagles or wrestling, when I take when I take off is when something big happens. So <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen because I did promise my wife and my son MJ that I, w- I wasn't going to get on a desperate need and take take off of the pot and cut the, cut the vacation short. I can't do that. No, 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 I can't. So uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully all works out, man. Hopefully all works out. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, man, uh, it's been real. I'm gonna I'm watch some more film, and I let you go. I let you guys know like what else I see. Um, the offensive line, I will say, like was very strong when it came to uh, when it came to uh, the run game. Very very strong, and on in the past too. Like I said, Jalen Hurst didn't make a lot of a, a lot of adjustments, didn't make quick quick decisions, um, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of flags, a lot of flags from that old line, or wide receivers, tight ends, they you know just holding, can't have that, you can't. Like I said, I'll study some more. We'll talk about it some more, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you guys for listening to this, listening to this podcast. This is the chosen one, the father. The son, the husband, three, two, one, the podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Podcast, and I will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Ooh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. That's right, y'all. I am here, the special guest, live, hosting on Perez. What's up, bro? What's going on? What's up, what's up, what's up man? How's everything? Good, bro. Chilling, working. Yeah. Hope I'll start soon. All right. Cool, cool. Um... So how you feel about this upcoming football season? This is your second year, I believe, with the East Penn Raiders. Yep, second year. Uh, second year, new league. Uh, last year we were in the um, MLF. The refs don't call calls. Yeah, no, league. they don't. It's a setup. Yeah. Uh, this year we're in the, G- in the GDFL. Uh, they give league exposure for the NFL, CFL, and arena. So hopefully I get, I get something. Out of that, but yeah, that's that. Just been working, getting this, getting this weight up. I'm at two thirty four right now, so I feel good. Right. Now, um, where can you exactly find? Because your jerseys are on sale, not only yours, but well, they they were. That, oh, they were. Oh, said, yeah, the sales over with. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it ended. Uh, the last day to get anything to get orders was March thirty first because they had to put in like I think April third. But yeah, there were um, for the player cup like the one I wear is number sixty, 
Okay. Um, regular fan fee was fifty, and the kids was forty. Okay. And how how would you be able to get like a a jersey of yours if the the sale already ended? Would you have to go to? This? Uh, honestly, you might have to wait till next year, probably. Next year. Yeah. 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 Um, if not, I guess make one. You know, make yeah, make your own. Yeah. Take the over and all that, but. Yeah. Like, but like it was the first year they did it. They didn't do it last year. Yeah. So I guess we could see. Apparently, it was a good turnout. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I'll definitely let you know for next year. Okay. Okay. And how did you uh how did you feel about uh last year's season? And where do you see this year going? Um, last year uh I wish I had more playing time, but you know I didn't really wasn't really too thin on it because you know new team they didn't really know me whatever. Um, but I feel like with the the defense coordinator this year, he's gonna have a good rotation, so they were gonna get most likely equal amount of playing time. Um, we're getting we're getting uh, incentives this year, so based off our performance, so got that coming up too. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um. Uh. So we'll get into things. Who do you have? You know, a LeBron injured. Anthony Davis is injured. James Harden's out right now with an injury. Uh, who else? There's somebody else. Um, KD had gotten injured, uh, but he's back now. Um, but there was somebody else. Oh, Joel Embiid, he got injured. He was out for almost a month. Um, so who do you got winning MVP? I'm going to say Damian Lillard or James Harden. It got to be one of the two. Just because of the injuries to the people that were ahead of him, yeah. who do you have winning the NBA MVP at the end of the season? Um, MVP in the season, Dame Dame is definitely uh Dame is definitely a uh, yeah. a big uh, a big target for, yeah. for MVP. Um, <clears throat> I mean, so has Joel Embiid. He's been doing this yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, I can't. I can't, uh, like, you can't, um, act like, yeah, you can't recognize talent when he's doing this thing the way he's been doing it. Yeah. James Harden is doing what he's doing. It's going to be a tough race. I mean, they're going to look at, obviously, they're going to look at numbers, and then they're going to look at how they finish off the season and stuff like that. Right, right. But, um, I think, I think it was was good again to compete this year only because of how he's playing. Regardless of the injuries, I think Jordan Embiid might okay. get MVP. Okay, okay. Just because of the way he's playing and stuff. Yeah. You know? Okay. I, nah, I respect it. And I, I understand why. Because yeah. you could, at the end of the day, still win, win MVP. As long as nobody holds the injuries against you. Right. LeBron, obviously, he won't. He won't win it. Um, yeah. Unless he just comes back and snaps. Right. But um, I I don't know. I picked Dame. You know, he's averaging thirty points a game, even though his team is like what fifth, fifth or fourth. No, probably like in fifth or sixth in the West. Yeah, let me see. I want to say fifth or sixth. Lakers got to be like fourth. So right now, Lakers are fifth. Lakers are fifth. Okay. Lakers are fifth. Portland. Oh, they're Portland sixth. Okay, they're sixth. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, if Trailblazers by the end of the season, 
led by Damian Lillard. If let's say they go in the top three, then I'm like, okay, they might win it. But since they're sixth, it's kind of hard. Even though he's he's balling this year, yes. like every other year, but you know he's been showing he can you know lead a team, be the MVP of it. But it just depends, you know. Portland is a uh, small market, so. Yeah, honestly, bro, I think, I think if if Portland had had Melo when he was a little bit younger, they would probably be like least, during the mixer. Yeah, if they yeah. they had him with CJ and Dame and Melo and then the um, championship and his Cannon down there, yeah. they probably would have made it farther to the players than they have. Yeah. All right, um, and who's winning the NBA, NBA Finals? Who's winning it? Out of the East, I'm going to say Brooklyn. Okay. Out of the West, if they can beat the Lakers in seven, I'll go with the Jazz. Okay. Okay. Um, personally, personally for me, I got, I'm going to say the Lakers. Um, I got them winning the NBA Finals. Against the Nets, uh, just because you know I, I can't I can't bet on LeBron ever since after um he came back against the Golden State Warriors in a three to one lead, um I just yeah there there's no betting on LeBron. It's kind of the same thing with like Tom Brady. Um. How are, how excited are you for the baseball season now that now that's it's underway? Yankees won today. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, they they showed our batting lineup the other day. I looked at it. I'm excited for the bats. I'm excited for the pitching. Um, so hopefully we get out of the way this year and I should yeah. win it. We begin missing out from one yeah. game, missing out on so. Absolutely, Yankees have made the World Series since 2009. So, you know, it's been a minute, and uh, I think Yankees fans are ready to celebrate a championship. They just have to get there. I mean, they have the guys, like you said, the batting lineup. The pitching hasn't been doing too bad this uh, season. Um, they're doing very, very good for the yeah. people, you know. They made a few signs. They signed a few people. Um, but it's more about, you know, if the Yankees could stay healthy and uh, – and, you know, their offense just has to get, get going. I agree. Because before, yeah. I, you remember, it was always the pitching that was like, they're not doing the their thing. Yeah, like the bullpen. Yeah, but now it's like the offense got to. Yeah, like it has to stay consistent. Yep, which I'm, I'm not worried about because it's the beginning of the season. Um, Actually, like what baseball did, instead of basketball, basketball only gave, what, the NBA players like two months to rest. So it was like not even, not even, right? It was probably like a month of some change. Like it's just the like it was in October. Yeah, and they the, the sun, then they came back in December. Yeah, yeah, and that's where like you look at the NBA and you're like, this is why so many guys are injured too. Like when you look at Anthony Davis, yeah, he's <clears throat> he has a history of injury, but at the same time, he the, the, I mean they didn't have that much turnaround. Right. Yeah. And big man. That turnaround time was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, our boys is good to keep his body in shape. You know, we got the mm-hmm. money to do it, but injuries happen to matter how healthy you are. 
Right. And I mean, think about this. You won the championship in October, and then like a week later, you got to go practice and shit. Probably. I mean, they probably gave him a couple weeks off. A couple weeks. But yeah, think about it. Like, the guys was, they won the championship. The last team to, you know, besides the Miami Heat. But just the injuries, I, I think that's a factor. Well, baseball, baseball did it, did it actually smart when they, uh, they gave them their time off. Baseball, the playoffs finished in October when the Dodgers won the World Series, and uh, they didn't start to now to April first. So you know you I think mean, about I, that. I think I think they were actually on time with their opening day. Yeah, this yeah. is when they normally start their year. This right. Is, yeah. It's not a hint. <laughs> yeah. Was that most of it? Oh well. <laughs> well yeah. So yeah, it's definitely something to to be excited for, especially Yankees. You know, they won today, so. And like I said, it's only been like, what, eight, nine games? Played so far, so. Ain't too worried about it. Alright, uh. And what are, you, what are your thoughts on NFL offseason this year? There's a lot of moves. <laughs> a lot of yeah. surprising moves, especially yeah. from Tennessee. Yeah. Um. I'm surprised they, they let go of who they let go. You know, like we talked about last night, Corey Davis. Yeah. They yep. let go of a good weapon. They got really nothing back in return. Yeah. Said they with their tight end. I think, what's his name? Lenny Walker, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, or Eagle. He went, he went to New England. New England. But that's another yeah. team that, that is trying to get, get ready. Because I remember um, I was watching... Uh, I think I was watching first take. I was watching Get Up on mm-hmm. ESPN, and um, they were saying that uh, oh, it was um, what's that? What's the 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 black guy that he's on Monday Night Football? Uh, Booger Booger McFarland. No, no, no. He like the, the whole new cast. Of the uh, it's three dudes. I forgot the black dude's name. I want to say Jay Williams. No, 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 no that's no. basketball. That's basketball. I'm uh, talking blank, bro. Louis Riddick. Louis Riddick. There you go. Yeah. Lou Riddick said that he believed their budget could come out free agency on fire and sign up. I remember. You remember Stephen A. Smith was on him? Yeah. I remember that. He believed he was going to do it. Yeah. But he was right. Look what he did. He signed like four or five people in in a week. Yeah. And I mean, Belichick, I mean, you eventually got to be like, you got to give in. This is the new NFL we're in. Guys want money. Guys want to get paid. This boy's not there no more. All right. Yeah. So. You got to, you know, come in the in-betweens with them. You know, so. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, And what else? What else uh, have you thought? I mean, Jalen Mills went to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I'm not sad about that. No? Nah, no? Nah. nah. How about, uh, um, who, who else won? Who else left? Uh, there was a. Defensive tackle. Uh, Vinny Curry went to the Jets. Did he go to the Jets? Yeah, he went to the Jets. He okay. signed with them. Okay. I think like on a one-year deal. Like that Which, that one hurt a little bit just because we, we need um backups. Yeah, for... we do, but our defense line is our deepest position. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And every, every, out of all positions, that's our deepest position right now. Right. Um, 
I do like that we signed that linebacker. Eric Wilson. Yeah. yeah. That's a good pickup. That was leading the um the NFL 122 yeah. tackles. And he's quick. I saw his highlights. Yeah, quick. Three interceptions, three sacks this year. This past year with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. And he has familiar familiarity with uh the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Jonathan mm-hmm. Ginn. Yep. So uh that's that's good. That's good. The same thing with Anthony Harris too. What did you think about that signing? I love that pick. Yeah. I saw his highlights. He's a ball hawk. Yeah. He picked off Cam three times in one game. This past season. So I like it. Yeah. I just hope they, they do right in the draft. Yeah, that's the big thing, and that's the next question I was gonna get at you was uh you know, we're going to talk about the Eagles, the draft, offseason, um, Jalen Hurts and more. Um, so, yeah, tell me, the draft <laughs> for the past few years have been rocky for the Philadelphia Eagles. Frustrating. Very frustrating. You know, how we... Watch on TV. Yeah, especially when you draft Jalen Rager. You're what, I remember last year I was watching the draft. Me and you were talking, I think, that night or whatever. And, uh... I think um, it was before. Before, right? Think, yeah. And um, no, we were like texting back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And right. we're like, all right, Cowboys picked up CD Lamb. Fuck. But I think we we're gonna get Justin Jefferson. And he was on the board. He was on the board. He looked like a baller. And then you hear from TCU, Jalen Rager. They said on the clock, and then five minutes later, the pick was in on like, I'm like, where are we about to get Justin Jefferson? Yeah. And when they said Jalen, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, we were like, bro. I was like, bro, what the like, fuck? Bro, like, if I'm a coach, man, I don't care about my scheme. He could fit. Like, all these dudes could fit in any scheme. You just need a great quarterback to run it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, missed out on a great talent. He snapped in Minnesota. My goodness. Snapped. That's why I hope they don't do no, no, nothing like that again this year. Like, like last year, last year where I was here in class was deep. Yeah, this but, year was kind of deep too. But yeah, like there's another dude that's that's not talked about like that in the draft. The receiver, I think his name was something Bateman. I think from yeah, I think from yeah, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. I want to say is it Minnesota or is it USC? I want to say USC, I but let me USC. make sure. Make sure because I saw that when I was doing the mock draft on my phone. I think I was like, okay, I could be. I, I see what he can do. Yeah, I've I've heard about him linked to uh to uh the Eagles, you know, them trading down again and whatever. I honestly wouldn't be mad if he picked up that dude from Florida either, that receiver that they're talking about. He played from Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh who are you talking about? That receiver from Florida. Uh which one was that one? He was number one. I know, I know. Philly talked about. They said they had a meeting with him and stuff like that. Um, I'm about to. Hold on, I'm about to try find it. But uh, but yeah, man. I hope they. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard about him too. Yep. I've heard about him too. He's a. Uh, He's definitely a name linked to the to the Eagles as well. Um, 
know. And then they had that one dude. He ran about the same time as uh, Tyreek Hill. He's like 5'7", five, 5'9", five, or whatever. But he's fast. Receiver? Yeah. Remember I was talking to you about him the other day? I can't remember. Let me. I'm out of the dish. I'm trying to remember who it was. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember right now. But, um,. Yeah, so the Eagles, they signed Anthony Harris. They signed Joe Flacco. Joe, Joe Flacco. Yeah, I almost forgot about that one. They've only signed three people. Anthony Harris. Linebacker. Linebacker and a quarterback. Oh, and they signed Jordan Howard to one year. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. Which, that's a good move, too. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't mad at that move. No, no. No, I'm not um, at all, either. Um, I know there was uh, there was talks about them um, about them signing uh, a linebacker from the Jets, Nabil uh, Hewitt. Oh, the uh, the Eagles. Yeah, but they never it never went through. Okay. Went it didn't happen. But the only offseason signees right now is the linebacker, the safety. Oh, that dude from that dude from Tampa, Andrew Andrew Adams. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they resigned Greg Ward Jr. Uh, Travis. No, I don't think Travis got resigned this year. Fulton. Yeah, he's still with the he's team, but he. I don't think he signed that. It was uh, not Gary. Uh, Alex Singleton. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Gary went to 49ers. Well, we didn't need him anyway. <laughs> so, honestly, he's probably one of our best linebackers. You think so? He's not the best, but he wasn't. Right. Yeah. Like, from the linebackers we had. Yeah. Like, Singleton was, was good. Yeah. Like him. Yeah. Um, it might be Rondell Moore. Might be. Who's that the dude? Yeah, the that ran. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Rondell Moore. Yeah. Yeah, there's some dude that was moving this year in that combine for sure. Yeah. It's probably on the NFL page. I'm trying to see. Probably. Yeah, that's who it is, Rondell Moore. Yeah. Uh, he was moving. Yeah. Where's he from? What college was he from? Um, he's from uh, Purdue. He's from Purdue. He's 5'9", weighs 174 pounds. But he's he's fast as hell. Where we get him? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to go in the later rounds. That's why I wouldn't be mad if the Eagles, like, let's say they draft in the first round Devontae Smith. And let's say in the third round, they want to get Rondell Moore. 
Because like I was telling you the other day, I just, Greg Ward Jr. ain't fast. He's a great, he's great in the red zone and like on those short plays. Yeah. But like when yeah, it comes to, hands too. He can catch yeah. Right. But when it comes to like, you know, when you need speed. You don't got that breakaway speed. No. Which is. No, yeah. Have right. Like a Jason Avant. He just ran through a route. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. You want to talk about our mock drafts? Yeah. All right. We'll do that, and then we, you know, we'll get into more uh, Eagles. Talk more about the Eagles. Um, let me see. You could uh, you could do yours first if you want. So I had a show and Jenna Waddle still on the board at number 12. Okay. I was like, definitely going to grab him. Second pick, I had Tyson Campbell from Georgia at DB. Third pick was Ian Buck. He had another game. Yeah. This one I like a lot. This, uh, Dylan Moses from Bama. Yeah. Tough linebacker from Alabama. I like it. Yeah. Um, Rashir from Clemson. Amari Rogers. Okay. Eliza Griffin, DB from USC. Yeah. Ryan Brian McCullough center from Daytona. Okay. Ronald Williams receiver from USF. That's the one we just, no, that wasn't. Yeah. Uh, two forty from Wesley linebacker. Okay. Matt Bushman tied that for BYU. Alright. Rashawn Wright. Well, last pick was Rashawn Wright for DB from Oregon State. Okay. Alright. Um me oh well. How do you see the Eagles? What that that lineup of rookies? Obviously, I, the quarterback I would be the third string quarterback. Yeah, you know, I mean, competition. I think he's winning. No, Jalen Hurts got that in the bag. Yeah, I really like the Jalen Waddle one a lot. I hope I hope some one of them is there. Yeah, at twelve. All right. I really like the Dylan Moses pickup. We can grab him mm-hmm. and the Rodgers one. Yeah, as well as the. Mm-hmm. There's always some stuff there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not mad at the way that worked out for me. So. Alright, for for me, I had at number 12, uh, Devontae Smith was still there. So I picked that the Philadelphia Eagles draft Devontae Smith. Pick 37, I have the Eagles drafting Asante Samuel Jr. Um, I, th- I think Asante uh, Jr., he can, he'll play better uh, with the Eagles than his dad did. Um, and I, I believe he can be what uh, Darius Slay needs, that, you know, that number two cornerback that can uh, guard and yeah. not get injured. Yeah, especially with the, you know, all the teams that now, they don't, they have like two number one wide receivers. So it's, it gets tough. And then uh, with the 70, 70th pick, uh, I got the Eagles drafting Jabril Cox, linebacker. We need we need another linebacker. You know, he was from Michigan, right? I think so. Yeah, I look into that. But um, 
Jabril Cox, because, yeah, we signed Derek Wilson. We got Alex Singleton, but I think we need, we need another linebacker in there as well. Um, and, that, I mean, if we draft. No, it's from LSU. LSU? I did see him on my draft. Oh, okay. Like, whether it's your linebacker that you pick or mine, I just, I, I just feel like he will uh, – either one, either one linebacker, uh, they will – they're going to work good for the Eagles. They're going to do what they need to do, especially when we got Eric Wilson and you got Alex Singleton. That linebacker room could be something we haven't seen in years. Right. Yeah. To the, yeah. To the, uh, LB, LB yeah. yeah. And then uh, 84th pick, I, I I drafted Spencer Brown, offensive tackle. Uh, pick 123, I drafted an edge rusher, Dale. Yeah, I'm not trying that last name. <laughs> 150th, I picked uh, Demar Hamlin. He he's a safety. Uh, 189, I picked Shaka Tony, edge rusher. 224, I picked Jalen Darden, another wide receiver. 225, picked offensive tackle Brendan James. 234, picked Felipe Franks, quarterback. Just so you know, we don't have too much controversy. Yeah. Just so you know, Jalen doesn't feel same with Carson. Even though Jalen, from what I hear... He's more, tough. like, his mindset's more tough. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He went from starting to getting back. So yeah, yeah. So he, he's been through it right now. Right. right. It's a different level. Yeah, different level, but same situation. Right. Exactly. But he still has that full year. Yeah. He still has that full year that under his belt that he's seen the system. Right, exactly. And then what the Eagles last pick, I drafted Jimmy Morrissey, uh, inside offensive lineman. So uh, just got a little bit of everything, you know, to looking towards uh, the depth and uh, maybe potentially starters for the future. Um, yeah, that's that's our mock draft, you know, with the draft being, what, about two weeks away? Maybe three, maybe three. Uh, two, two, all right. Two weeks away, you know. It's gonna be exciting with the Eagles not drafting number six, but number twelve now. Um, what do they pick? You know, in that situation. Like I said, if one of them is on the board, receiver wide, Jalen Waddle, Smith, somebody gotta take them. Yeah, right. If it's Devontae Smith for Jalen Waddle, is still there. Still there. You still have to take him. If not, I wouldn't be mad if they go corner. You know, with like a Patrick Sertain, yeah. the second. Or a, uh, who else? Who else is there? Uh, Sam Jr. Yeah. You got Kendall Farley. Certain. Certain. Alabama. Alabama. That's the one I would pick. If the wide receivers ain't yeah, there. Yeah, no wide receivers there. And if they don't want to go and get Anchor Rashad Bateman, which I, I still think they should. But if, if their concern is defense, then okay, I'm not gonna be mad. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Let me see. Yeah, Patrick Sertain. Uh, I mean, you got Caleb, Caleb Farley, 
Um, there's another one though. Can't think of his name right now. He's in the other corner. You know what school he's from? No, because it's Caleb Caleb Farley. I I really can't remember. Patrick Sertain the second. Um, let me see. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Uh, Patrick Sertain the second. Uh, Caleb Farley. Oh, J.C. Horn. That's what it is. Mm. And I'm looking at this mock draft right now. It has the Eagles drafting all lineman Rashawn Slater because uh, Patrick Sertain's off the board. Michael Parsons, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, and Jamar Chase, and Kyle Pitts are off the board. So that's why they would draft an O lineman. I agree. Yeah, I think O line would be would be my last pick or linebacker, which would be Michael Parsons. But I just don't see the Philadelphia Eagles drafting Michael Parsons. I don't see that one. Um, before you go, um, what do you think of the coaching staff? You know, there's been interviews. There's been you know more talks about the coaching staff. What have you thought about that or them? Um, I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard good things about this dude. Uh, Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni. Okay. Um, and he's brought in a whole new staff. Kept some people, but as it could go. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. Okay, and how about uh, you got the, the um Jalen Hurts? He changed his name to number one name. Well, his number to number one he was number two last year. Now he's number one, the same number he wore in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Which is tough. And the quarterback coach that Sirianni signed has connections with. Him. So yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be good. What do you see him? All right, so you see him being started just for this season, or for let's say the next ten seasons, for the Philadelphia Eagles, not just uh, like I think long term. Long term, okay. What is it like the number one, and then the coaching staff, the familiar, familiarity, whatever. I just think, that, <laughs> I just think the youth. When you look at our team, our team is youthful. Yeah. You know, our staff is youthful. Like. You think Carson Wentz wasn't, like, going to be able to – if he, he was still been, here? He would have been able to do it, I think, but it's just a matter – like I said, it's a matter of the system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, he was trying to do a lot with too little, and it wasn't working out. His whole line was always switching every week. Yeah. And that's going to mess up any quarterback. Yeah. So, could you say he would have done better? You, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see this you know year with the Colts. Yeah, huh. like, you know what I mean? You don't know. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited for what this dude Sirianni is going to bring in. So yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and um, I'm excited for Sirianni and the coaching staff, you know, Jonathan Gannon and all the boys. But I'm also excited for uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, he's working out with the wide receivers already in the offseason. And he's, uh, you know, I, I could imagine with the running backs. He's even worked out with, like, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how he does, um, 
I think he's going to be long-term. I think he is. A lot of people are sleeping on him, giving him bad, you know, rep. They don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback for the long term. But me and you, obviously, we agree on that, that um, he will be quarterback for long term. He has an edge to him. They say he's a leader. Um, I like that, too. Yeah. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he's able to take this team. I mean, could you imagine Jalen Hurts leading the Eagles to the playoffs? <laughs> like, I know he had the opportunity last year, but last year was just it was gonna it wasn't gonna end well for us. Yeah. Especially you know, what Doug Peterson did, what Carson Wentz did throughout the season. It was just it was tough for the Philadelphia Eagles. Tough all around. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um anything else you wanna say about the Eagles before I let you go? They just, I just hope they, they draft smart this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. Once, uh, after May 1st, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where, where we think on, you know, who they drafted and what they drafted. Right. So. They just got to be smart and get their needs. That right. offense is the biggest need. Yeah. Especially when the owner wants to. Build around Jalen Hurts. If you don't get O line, if you don't get wide receivers, if you don't get another tight end, because we have tight ends, but you know another one. Um, yeah, because if if we don't find something for Zach Ertz and he stays for one, you know, this year, it's only gonna be Goddard and Rogers. Yeah, you gotta pick up somebody. Yeah. You know. So now that I have you here, what do you think about it being? Uh, well, not it being. Will Zach Ertz get traded before the season starts? I don't know. Um, yeah. I would have liked to see something go down when they traded Carson Wentz. Yeah. Put him I, over there in, in, in Indy. In Indy. I thought that's what was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a package of Carson and Zach, but it wasn't. Or, like, you know, if they would have done something um, – with a different team, yeah. See what was up? Like I heard, San Diego was in the mix. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could have, we could have maybe swapped out a defensive player. You know. Yeah. Or, yeah. or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying though. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, Lane Johnson. I heard you know he said he's hopeful that Zachary stays. Yeah. But Zach made it clear that he wants to trade. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. I actually one last question before gotta go. Um uh what are your expectations for Carson Wentz with the Colts this year? Um playoff team, back to MVP form or kind of the same Carson we've seen this season. I'm I don't think I don't think we'll see the same thing he did in Philly. Okay. I think he'll, he'll he's back with Frank Wright. Yep. Frank Wright knows him. Yep. Um, playoff team, I I wouldn't see why not. You know they got there with Philip Rivers. Right. They just yeah. lost, but with a younger quarterback who can move a little bit, I think he'll do better in, in, in Indy. All right. All right. Cool. All right. That's that's all, people. Um, you want to think about it? Yo. Y'all be safe out there. Stay safe. 
hug your loved ones because life is short. All right, this is Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne podcast, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.